going on just now. For some reason, that shit sound distorted when the music playing. What's going on, JMF Queen? And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Live from the sanctuary once again. Just gonna bring the gunshots back for no goddamn reason at all, just cause I can. What's going on, Mama Life Plus Three? What's going on, uh, FBAB One Way? Uh, today's episode. A nigga gonna talk about being weird, my nigga. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers, like, just in the world who I see, like, trying to fucking conform to what they think other people is gonna think is cool. And, like, there was a time when I was trying to think of, like, what I would call the fan base of this show. What's going on, my nigga, uh, Jay Christian from the Cognac Room? Like, you know how everybody got, like, a hive, like a motherfucking, a, a collective, a group of people, like the, the beehive and Rihanna got the Navy and future guy. I don't know the fuck boys or whatever you call these motherfuckers. Like everybody got a name for their hive. I was going to call my hive the weirdos, not because of the negative connotation of the word weirdo, but just because like, nigga, I honestly feel like if you a rare commodity, if you a rare type of person, it's considered to be weird. To me, weird only means rare. Oh, nigga, what's going on? Uh, simply ball dropping. I see you up in this motherfucker, simply ball dropping podcast. You know, like, but that's the thing, my nigga. Like, when it comes to what I consider weird, I just look at weird as you're different. You different than the motherfuckers around you. So the reason that I was going to call... You know, my fan base, my collective, my listeners and my supporters, the weirdos is because if you a motherfucking man of integrity, you a different type of individual. If you stick to a motherfucking code, you a different type of individual. That's considered to be weird. My nigga, you're different. If you a real motherfucking 2023, you's a different motherfucker. What's going on, Dina Marie Eppinger? Like, that's the thing. So, like, on some real shit, I was just finna start saying, like, nigga, if, if if you listen to my show, nigga, you part of the collective. You one of the weirdos. You know, and uh, like Jahan Williams said, like, unique, which is, of course, like, you know, that's the, the beautiful good word for being different. But a lot of motherfuckers, if they see you as different, they gonna call you a fucking weirdo. What's going on, mind trigger? You know, like, so basically what I'm talking about in today's episode is... Not being afraid to be weird, my nigga. Like, be different. You know, stand out. Because the rest of the world is trying to fit in. The rest of the world is trying to conform. Everybody else in the world is trying to, like, look like how everybody else look. Do what everybody else is doing. And if you a motherfucking leader, you're not afraid to be weird. Transsetters ain't afraid to be It's a lot of shit that a lot of motherfuckers looked at as some weird shit. Until it caught on And then they wanted to jump on the motherfucking bandwagon That's the fucking thing What's going on my nigga John Watson Sports TV Podcast The other motherfucking townhouse media crip As you can see that nigga's blued up from the shoes up And they got a blue jersey with a blue fucking shirt under it Super cripping on motherfucking townhouse media But what you say uh, Simply ball dropping podcast So I'm a weirdo cause I'm on your podcast faithfully Yeah that's the fucking thing my nigga Like if 
if you's a real motherfucker, you's a weirdo nowadays because that's not normal. Being a real motherfucker surrounded by other motherfuckers, like literally, because I've had this conversation with people. I remember talking to the homie and I was like, man, all these niggas is fucking weirdos. My nigga, like, nigga, I feel like I'm just surrounded. Like I'm in a world full of weird ass niggas. All these niggas weird. And then I thought about it. Like, hold on. If you are the one regular motherfucker amongst a bunch of weird motherfuckers, you the fucking weirdo. What's going on? My nigga, mother trucking BG, my little brother and shit. Like that's the fucking thing. Like nigga, when you surrounded by motherfuckers that aren't like you and they're all the same, you're the weirdo of the collective, my nigga. And again, that's not a bad thing. I don't use weirdo in no negative context. I just look at it as I'm different. Like, you know, like Jahan said, nigga, I'm unique. Like, just being the fact that I stick to the code and a lot of motherfuckers don't. You know, like, I have standards, my nigga. I have morals. I have character. There's just some shit. That I won't do It's some shit that you can't put a dollar amount on And I'm not gonna do that shit That's not no regular shit That's a different type of fucking individual And if you a different type of individual You're the weirdo So if you like man I'm a real ass nigga And it's a room full of punk motherfuckers You the weirdo out the group my nigga So even though in the context of the word weirdo People think like Ah oh, this nigga weird Like yeah but nigga I'm weird in a good way you know, if I'm in a room full of broke ass motherfuckers and I got a hundred thousand dollars in my pocket, I'm a weirdo to these niggas. Like, oh, why that nigga pull up in that motherfucking Maybach and we all got Hondas? That nigga's weird. You know, like nigga, don't fucking be afraid to stand out. You know, and even in the context of being a different type of motherfucker, you know, like being a niche type of person. Because, like, we've talked about this shit in podcasting, in content creation. Like, nigga, if you do a show about, let's say, anime or movie reviews or even, like, Disney movie reviews, that shit might be considered weird. Especially, like, let's just hypothetically say, like, you a 29-year-old black man from the hood and you do fucking reviews on Disney movies, you might blow the fuck up off that shit. Why? Because you're different, because you stand out, because you have something that a lot of people don't have. You're unique. Don't be afraid of that. Even if motherfuckers around you, I'm like, nigga, why you doing this? Why you doing it like that? Because a lot of motherfuckers, when you're a unique individual, you're going to get pushed back on. It. Don't allow that shit to stop you, because that could be the thing that help your ass blow the fuck up. What's going on? Unreachable beauty. I see you up in here. And what you say, Noodle? I take pride in being a square but weirdo don't sound bad. But weird don't sound bad. That's what I'm saying. My nigga, like, weird is whatever. Like, nigga, I embrace that shit. You know, especially my nigga Noodle. Like, Noodle from my hood, my nigga. Like, you know, we grew up in the same section, nigga, in Compton. Like, nigga, every motherfucker from, from our section of Compton ain't no, like, super gang-banged out motherfucker. Like, nigga, Noodle was wearing crazy socks before I was because that's a whole nother thing. What's going on, Blackjack 94? Birmingham, Alabama up in this motherfucker. What's going on? Uh, What's that? Canada curves? What's the deal? You know, but like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, no matter where you from, you shouldn't be afraid to stand out. Like, Noodle stands out. Noodle wears shorts and crazy ass motherfucking socks. He been doing that shit for years. Even before I was doing it because, nigga, there was a time around like 2015, 2016, I did this shit called Socks of the Day. You know, everybody was like in their little sneakerhead movement and shit. 
And you know me being a sneakerhead myself, I was trying to get cracking, but at the same time, nigga, it was a lot of motherfuckers with a lot more shoes than I had. But one thing I had on them niggas, I had more socks than the motherfuckers had. What's going on, my nigga? Quirk from the cool eye corner. So I would do this shit called socks of the day. So every motherfucking day, I'll post a different pair of socks. And again, when you're doing something that's unique, when you're doing something that's different, when you're doing something that stands out, you're going to get pushback. Everybody not going to be a fan of what you're doing in the beginning of it. You know, so when I did it at first, I had a couple motherfuckers laughing. Oh, what the fuck is the soccer thing? Nigga, that's some weird shit. Okay, that's some weird shit to you, but I'm going to do it. A whole lot of the same motherfuckers that was talking about how weird that shit was, was doing socks of the day right after me. Nigga, that shit caught on and became a fucking thing. A lot of motherfuckers start doing it. Like, niggas going to hate, niggas going to talk shit, and then once motherfuckers see the love that you get from other people, them motherfuckers is going to imitate. You know, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, you should never be afraid to do something that's different. Like, you should never be able or you should never be afraid to jump out on something that you feel passionate about, even if other motherfuckers don't like that shit. Same with fucking podcasting. There's a lot of motherfuckers that literally think, like, nigga, we on some weird shit because we podcasting, especially when motherfuckers find out, like, these ain't paid positions that we in. There's no checks for podcasting yet. There's niggas who make money doing it. There's motherfuckers who figured out a profit model when they're making money. But for the most part, 90% of us doing this shit is basically doing this shit for free. That could be considered weird until the checks start coming in. That's when motherfuckers want to start jumping on the motherfucking bandwagon. And that's with anything. Just like music, my nigga, like anything that you do, my nigga, anything that you passionate about, anything that you go into a field and you're trying to do that shit well, there's going to be motherfuckers that's going to have fucked up opinions on that shit like oh nigga you're doing that ain't no money in that shit you know it's just like all the motherfuckers who are musicians like i literally think about that scene in i think it was like sister act two with um what you call that shit uh with lauren hill when she was trying to sing and her mama was telling her to put your head in them books and get your head out the clouds like nigga Think about how many motherfuckers wouldn't have made it in music if they would have listened to their parents and just stuck to the books. What's going on, Saba? How you doing? Like, that's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, there's a lot of motherfuckers that's going to try to stop you from doing something that you're passionate about. It's a whole lot of stand-up comedians, musicians, actors, and all type of motherfuckers that stepped out on faith that wasn't afraid to do something that other motherfuckers didn't deem to be popular. They didn't deem that to be the cool thing to do. And they end up being millionaires. They end up being successful. They end up living and making money off of something that they considered to be passionate because they was willing to be motherfucking weird. You know, just like it's a motherfucker, uh, Thundercat. That nigga's a musician. That nigga's dope as a motherfucker. I think he did all the beats on, uh, either To Pimp or Butterfly. No, I think that's, that is what it is. He did a bunch of the music on To Pimp or Butterfly. This nigga is what a whole lot of motherfuckers would consider weird, my nigga. That nigga got a song called Dragon Ball Do-Rag. That shit is like one of my favorite songs. That song gets smooth as a motherfucker. And he's literally talking about a Dragon Ball Z do-rag, my nigga. Like the shit that he talking about in that song is way the fuck out. But that shit is a fucking banger. And that's the thing. Like, nigga, when you're 
unapologetically who you are, you'll get a lot farther in anything that you do because you uninhibited by other people's bullshit. You know, that's something that I preach on this fucking show all the fucking time. Like, that's something that I live my life on. Like, I really don't give a fuck what other motherfuckers think about me. Like, I I really just do what the fuck I do. If you fuck with it, that's cool. But if you don't, that's cool, too. That's just as cool. You know, like, nigga, like, literally, you know, I got a, I got a Harley. I just sold my fucking Harley, too. And I sold my scooter. Crazy shit. No bikes. What's going on? Got us to a demon. But, like, my first motherfucking bike was a scooter. I had a motherfucking Suzuki Bergman 650, my nigga. Like, and I had got it because uh, I went camping with my uncle and my dad. My Them niggas had these scooters and shit. My uncle had this cold-ass Scooter, I'm like, man, I'm going to give me one of them motherfuckers. I'm going to take that shit back and forth to work. Nigga, that bitch could get on the freeway. So I get the motherfucking scooter, dog. And niggas was clown. And I got this silver fucking uh, Suzuki scooter. And I'm up and down the street on that bitch getting cracking. Niggas like, this nigga on a motherfucking scooter. Why you ain't just get you a Harley? Why you ain't just get a street bike? Why you ain't just, bitch, why you don't just mind your motherfucking business, my nigga? You know, like I said, nigga, I'm getting clowned. Nigga, see me on my motherfucking scooter. So I just happened to stumble upon this motherfucking group on YouTube, the, the Detroit Bergman gang. And these niggas got they scooters souped the fuck up. Same scooters as mine. But these niggas got sound systems, paint jobs, and all this other fly-ass shit. So I'm like, nigga, I need to get my shit like that. What you say, Unreachable Beauty? There's leaders and there are followers. Exactly. Me personally, I'm a leader. I don't give a fuck about what motherfuckers think. 99 times out of 100, the followers are the motherfuckers that's trying to fit in with everybody. You know, but like I said, as far as like what happened with this whole little shit with the goddamn scooter, nigga. These niggas got that shit with the fly paint jobs, motherfucking beat. So that's what I do. Nigga, I go to my pops. Hey, nigga, I need my scooter done, nigga. Rip the whole scooter apart. Break that motherfucker down. Get that bitch painted, nigga. I got a candy paint on the motherfucking scooter, my nigga. Pops hook up a motherfucking sound system, nigga. Now I got the same sound system you hear on these motherfucking Harleys. So now my scooter fly as a motherfucker. Now all of a sudden, every nigga that roasted me for riding on this motherfucking scooter trying to buy the goddamn scooter from me, nigga. What's going on, my nigga? Baylor the Great. BTG for President Podcast. Y'all niggas go check out my nigga Baylor, another L.A. nigga out here in this podcast game. But, like, that's the fucking thing. Niggas gonna clown you for whatever the fuck you do until that shit catch, and then they gonna follow you, my nigga. That's what it is. Just like what Unreachable Beauty said about there's leaders and there's followers. Leaders are the motherfuckers that's not afraid to be exactly who the fuck they are. Nigga, when you a leader, I don't give a fuck what you say about what I'm gonna do. I'm going this way. This is where the fuck I'm going. And then the followers is the same motherfuckers that did all that clowning. And they see that where you going is somewhere that's going to be dope. Nigga, your motherfucking ass is they going to be following you. The same niggas, dog. That's why you shouldn't be letting punk motherfuckers stop you from doing the goddamn thing. Because 99 times out of 100, them niggas just afraid to step out on their own. What you say, Baylor? Oh, Baylor found a lot where the drinks at, nigga. I'm drinking water like a motherfucker, nigga. So if you got you some water, nigga, go get you some water. It's Sunday. It's a work night for me. So a motherfucker be sipping water on the goddamn show. 
But like that's the fucking thing Like it's a lot of motherfuckers out there That's literally afraid to do what you doing Nigga even if you a black fucking comic book collector Or anime watcher or, You know like you watch fucking Tom and Jerry Or Underdog You watch retro cartoons Boomerang or some shit Niggas gonna roast you for that shit Until you figure out a way to make some money off it Until you figure out a way to do some dope ass content And get fly off that shit that's the fucking thing, nigga. Followers are just motherfuckers who are f- afraid to go in their own motherfucking direction. So they wait for your motherfucking ass to go do it. Then they follow you. Same niggas that clout you will follow you no matter where you go, no matter what you do. Nigga, I'm, I'm a living testament to that shit. 90% of the motherfuckers that copy me and try to do what the fuck I do at one point tried to clown me for the shit. And what you say, better, I do what I do. I don't expect everybody to understand who I am and how I move. Exactly, my nigga. And that's why I fuck with niggas. You know, nine times out of ten, those are the motherfuckers who I gravitate to. Those are the motherfuckers who I end up kicking it with on a long-term basis. I don't fuck with followers. I don't fuck with motherfuckers who just do what everybody doing because that's what everybody else doing. Because that ain't how I move. Never been, my nigga. I've always been the motherfucker that will try on some bullshit. You know, like my cousin, my cousin Lil Mike, I tell y'all all the time, nigga. My cousin Lil Mike, that's like my accountability, nigga. Because me personally, like I've said, nigga, I'm like a fashion acrobat. I've worn some crazy shit in my life. Nigga, I had a fucking sweatshirt with fucking uh tabloid news clippings, different fucking photorealistic pictures of oranges and all types of stupid looking shit. You know, I thought, hey, man, maybe this shit might look good. Let me try this shit out. And this nigga will roast me into fucking oblivion. Do I care? Fuck no. You know, I listen to him, but I don't give a shit. I'm aware what I'm aware because that's just what the fuck I be doing, my nigga. It might fuck around and look good, so let me try, my nigga. I'm, I'm just acrobatic like that with certain shit. You know, sometimes I might make a wild-ass fashion choice, and it is what it is, nigga. Sometimes the shit work A lot of times the shit just flat out don't work And that's just life my nigga You can't be afraid of the opinions of other motherfuckers Cause like I said Those same motherfuckers gonna copy you Has Lil Mike copied me? Not in that aspect If he roast me He ain't finna copy that goddamn shit But I'm just saying nigga There's gonna be niggas who gonna clown you no matter what But You gotta do what the fuck you gotta do Because nigga that's just what life is Nigga life is about bumping your motherfucking head And making mistakes If you afraid to make motherfucking mistakes You'll never succeed What you say Baylor To be different is not to be normal Be yourself and watch people get offended And inspired at the same time Exactly What's going on my nigga My cousin Lonnie up in this motherfucker What's the deal Gunlock Lonnie but nigga, like I said, dog, you have to be willing to jump your ass out on faith. No matter what the fuck it is, my nigga. Especially if that's some shit that you personally feel passionate about. Because like I said, it's going to be a lot of motherfuckers that's going to feel stupid about the passion that you have, my nigga. There's a lot of things that you going to like that your circle just not going to fuck with, like. Everybody's not going to agree on the same things, my nigga Everybody not going to think the same shit look good, my nigga Like, you might literally be like, nigga, these fucking purple Jordans These motherfuckers is fly I love these fucking purple Jordans These motherfuckers is clowning 
So then you step out with your purple Jordans on and here go your fucking homeboys. Man, them motherfuckers look stupid. Them dumb as hell. What the fuck you doing with some purple Jordans? Ain't that like a girl color? Man, fuck them motherfucking purple Jordans. Until y'all go to the mall and some bitches notice. And then they like, oh, damn, I like them purple Jordans. Now your homeboys in Foot Locker looking for their own fucking pair of purple Jordans. Like, that's just what the fuck it is, my nigga. Like, do what the fuck you do, my nigga. Because other people going to have fucked up opinions no matter what the fuck that is. You know, and then I just look at, like, all the motherfuckers who've made it just in the world. Like, look at fucking Lil Uzi Vert and all the money his goofy ass is making. You know, like, this nigga making crazy money. I'm sure <laughs> this nigga from Philly. You don't know no nigga from Philly that look like motherfucking Lil Uzi Vert. You don't hear no artist out of Philly that sound like Lil Uzi Vert, yet he's like the top motherfucking artist out of Philly because he don't sound like everybody that's around him, my nigga. You know, same with Drake. All the hate that Drake get, nigga, but Drake is different. That's the reason that Drake make the money that Drake make because Drake ain't afraid to be the nigga. Okay, y'all y'all say what the fuck y'all want. Y'all don't like my shit? Cool. That's, that's all right. There's... 10,000 motherfuckers hating, but it's 10 million motherfuckers buying. And what you say, Baylor, sometimes people's insecurities unveil when they see your boldness. Don't explain something to someone about something that they not ready for. That's not a part of who they are. Exactly. What you say, Cuzzo? You know the deal. I'm in the shop rebuilding my brands. Minor setback for major comeback. Compton has yeah, nigga, get your shit off, nigga. You already know. Motherfucker gonna be busting them on the show. A lot of your homies is waiting to follow a trend. They not ready to create their own line. Exactly. And that's the fucking thing, my nigga. A lot of the motherfuckers in your friend group is waiting for you to be the one to jump out there. Because like I said, that's what it be with me. A lot of motherfuckers literally clown me for shit that they end up turning around and copying. A lot of the niggas who first saw me hop out on that motherfucking scooter, nigga, I went straight to the hood on the scooter. Man, what the fuck is that, cuz? Nigga, you got a motherfucking scooter? Cuz, what the fuck is... Yeah, that shit funny, nigga, until I finish this motherfucker. Then when you see that motherfucker with the beat and the fresh paint job, all of a sudden, cuz, how much you want for the motherfucking scooter? Nah, nigga, remember you was roasting when I had this motherfucker? Remember you said get a Harley? Go get you a Harley, nigga. Don't worry about my goddamn scooter. What's going on, my nigga Ken Scott Moore? What's going on, famo? But that's the fucking thing. It's going to be a lot of motherfuckers that's going to clown what you do and then turn around and copy that shit. That's the fucking thing, my nigga. Like, nigga, don't be afraid to be that fucking weirdo because, nigga, weirdos are the motherfuckers that set the trend. Lil Uzi Vert, I'm sure, got called a weirdo a million times. And look at what the fuck happened. Look where he's at and look where all the niggas who probably was clowning them. Look where they at. You don't know they name. You know, same with a motherfucker like Juice World, nigga. Same with, you know, even um Old Town Road, Lil Nas X, my nigga. Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers in the world who got probably got called weirdo their whole life. Even when you look at old-ass pictures of Lil John in high school, I'm sure he got called a weirdo. Motherfucking uh, T-Pain. You know, shit, nigga, a whole lot of these motherfuckers, like, nigga, everybody didn't come out the pussy as the most popular motherfucker in school. 99% of the motherfuckers whose names you recognize, who you're going to know for the rest of your life, got called a goddamn weirdo by somebody, my nigga. Success makes you a weirdo. You are the one fucking person. 
One percenters are motherfucking multi-millionaires, dog. All them motherfuckers at some point in the world was a motherfucking weirdo to somebody, nigga. Look at look at Bill Gates. You think Bill Gates was like drowning in pussy going throughout high school? No. That nigga was probably called weirdo his whole motherfucking life. Along with, uh, what's that motherfucking name? Elon Musk and a host of other motherfuckers. Just like Buster Ass, um, what's that bitch ass motherfucking name? Zuckerberg with his bitch ass. Fuck Mark Zuckerberg, my nigga. What's going on, my nigga? BRB4701. One Hope Wine up in this motherfucker. Y'all niggas go check out One Hope Wine, my nigga. O-N-E, One Hope Wine.com, the best Moscato in the world. He got a he got an assortment of wines, but the Moscato, that's my shit, my nigga. And that uh that sparkling red, that shit, that shit fire too. I fuck with all the Moscatos of One Hope Wine. Check them out in the Fire Session podcast. That's my nigga Benji Banks, forty BRB forty seven oh one. But like that's the fucking thing, my nigga. A lot of the motherfuckers in life who y'all know, a lot of these names who are famous, they wasn't afraid to be who they was. They wasn't afraid to go after something that they considered passionate that a lot of motherfuckers around them probably didn't think was all that cool. Probably didn't think was gonna make no money. A lot of niggas who rap. You know, because me personally, I've been a big proponent of telling your homeboys they motherfucking asses can't rap. Nigga, go get you a goddamn job or something. Nigga, go go learn how to fucking drive a truck. Nigga, go go fucking learn how to do brakes. Nigga, go get go get a trade or something. Nigga, take your ass to junior college. Learn how to weld or some shit. What's going on, Brielle Davis, 5209? What's the deal? You know, but at the same time, nigga, if rapping is your passion, if you feel like you could do something with that shit, man, go do that shit. Nigga, don't let my motherfucking opinion stop you. You know, because that's the thing. A lot of motherfuckers with negative opinions of you, they they heart be in the right place. You know, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying the shit on people who shun you. Because at the end of the day, it's a lot of motherfuckers in your family that they only want the best for you. So of course they gonna tell you to stay your ass in school. Hey man, fuck that rapping shit, nigga. You need to keep you need to keep your ass in college, nigga. You need to focus on basketball. You need to keep on doing that shit. When in your own personal mind, you feel like my nigga, I want to be a rapper, my nigga. This is what the fuck I want to do. Like nigga, you can't be afraid to be like, all right, I love you, and I'm gonna take your opinion into account, but I gotta do what the fuck I gotta do. What's going on, my nigga? Maxed out for the bankroll, the ism in the motherfucking building. You know, like, that's the thing, nigga, whatever it is you passionate about, like, you have to go and pursue whatever that passion might be. You know, keep something on the side, you know, because that's like a whole nother part of the motherfucking dynamic. Like, nigga, no matter what it is, my nigga, like, I have a thing that I say all the time. Have something on the side to pay for your passion until your passion could afford to pay for itself, my nigga. You know, like, if, if fucking podcasting is your passion make sure to do as much podcasting as you can but don't quit your motherfucking job to podcast dog you know like i know gary v and them will take man just quit your fucking job just go 100 percent full fucking speed nigga that's the only way your ass gonna succeed yeah you're gonna be on motherfucking skid row sleeping in the car all type of fucked up trying to quit everything that you got going on for your fucking passion my nigga you know, because just as much as that shit sound good on the motherfucking radio, nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers that done stepped out on faith and literally ruined their goddamn life. So be careful with that goddamn shit, nigga. Keep you something on the side that's going to keep some motherfucking bread in your pocket, my nigga. Like, 
Don't let go of this branch all the way before you grab onto that one because your ass going to fall out the goddamn tree. But you say goddess to a demon, people speak their own fears and the others. Yeah, them niggas be projecting. What you say, cuz, though, the most really stand out because they created their own lane and identity, real talk. Exactly, and that's the fucking thing, my nigga. You know, when it comes to what the fuck you do, nigga, do go as hard as you can at that shit. Don't let go of everything else, nigga, but just make sure that, nigga, whatever that shit is, don't let nobody's opinion stop you. Don't let nobody motherfucking opinion slow you down. Because that might literally be the thing, my nigga, like with me, nigga, like with podcasting. Ain't nobody going to stop me from doing this shit, nigga. I'm passionate about this shit. I'm going to keep on driving trucks until this motherfucking shit pay for itself. But I'm going to keep on motherfucking doing this shit, nigga, because this is an income, nigga. This is some shit that I feel like is going to be something for me. What's going on, Heaven's World Podcast? Y'all niggas go check out the latest episode of Heaven's World Podcast that just came out, my nigga. You know, but, like, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, when it comes to me, what the fuck I do and what I'm telling y'all motherfuckers to do, don't never let another motherfucker's opinion stop you from a goddamn thing. Because these motherfuckers, they can't see as far as you, my nigga. They can't see your vision. You can't make them see that shit. Like, nigga, all you can do is do what the fuck you doing. They'll catch up in due time. Because like I said, a lot of these motherfuckers, they got good intentions. They want to see you win. So the only reason they're telling you not to do what you do is because they don't see how far it could take you. So you got to do what the fuck you got to do. And then let them motherfuckers catch up when you get to where the fuck you going. And what you say, uh, John Watson? Unless I got seven figures, I always keep multiple outlets. Exactly. And that's my fucking thing, my nigga, like. A nigga got to keep that motherfucking, you know, got to keep your main bread coming in until your passion could be your main bread. But like I said, nigga, it's going to be a lot of motherfuckers going to tell you, stay in school, finish college, finish doing this. Yeah, I'm going to do that. But nigga, I'm not putting rap away. I'm not putting, you know, music away. I'm not putting this podcast away. I'm not putting all this other shit away, my nigga. This shit, this shit is going to be here no matter what, because this is going to be the thing that's going to take me past them books, my nigga. This going to take me past college. You know what's going on, Dexter Williams, 615? You know, like Max Stout said, my nigga, move to your own motherfucking drum roll, nigga. That's the fucking thing. What you say, uh, BRB, nigga, uh, you know, find your place and ride your own wave. Exactly. What's going on, beautiful yours, 13? Like, that's the fucking thing, nigga, like. You have to have that thing, you know, and that's something like a lot of motherfuckers got to find like me personally, like I tell niggas, like nigga, my purpose is to talk this shit, you know, like nigga, of course I can drive trucks and I'm good at that shit. So that's what I'm going to do to make my motherfucking money. But as far as like what I'm passionate about, I'm passionate about talking this shit. So I'm going to make sure to do as much of this motherfucking shit as possible because I feel like this shit going to take me where truck driving can't. Truck driving is keeping my bills paid. It's keeping my mortgage and my rent paid and all these other things. It's paying for a whole lot of this shit. But nigga, the plan is for shit talking to surpass all that. You know, then when I get into real estate and all these other different forms of income that I'm trying to create, that's going to be my life. Like, nigga, I don't want for my legacy to be truck driver, my nigga. You know, and that's the fucking thing when it comes to you and your passion, when it comes to you and the thing that makes you stand out, my nigga. 
is um folding boxes at fucking FedEx. That's gonna you gonna put that on your motherfucking headstone, my nigga. Like that's that's gonna be your motherfucking legacy. Oh nigga, I was I was the top motherfucking associate at Best Buy. That's what you want to be your motherfucking yo yo legacy dog. Like nigga, even if you got a pretty good job, nigga, let's just say you uh you work at the DMV or you a fucking mailman or something. Those are good fucking jobs, nigga. Garbage truck driver. Those are good jobs, but is that gonna be your fucking legacy? No, nigga, be weird, nigga. Do the weird shit. What's going on, her soul? Her soul. This my show, man. I'm gonna have to get you on like as an official guest. Like I don't do, I don't add the lives when I'm doing my motherfucking show. But shout out her souls, man. That's the home girl. I'm gonna have to tap in on the motherfucking DM so we could do that shit official. Cause this my episode. I, I don't, I don't tap motherfuckers in on episodes. But you know, like I said, nigga, when it comes to who you are and what you do, like you have to be the motherfucker who you are. You can't be afraid to be unique. You can't be the motherfucker that think that it's cool to just fit in with everybody. Nigga, fitting in is some bullshit. Like, fitting in is fucking overrated. You know, and I get it. Motherfuckers want to be regular. Motherfuckers want to be understood. You know, so that's the fucking thing. It's it's easy to, to fit in with the crowd and be like everybody else but me. Personally, nigga, I, I'd rather just, I, I'd rather do this shit as me, my nigga. Like, I'd rather be the motherfucker that's you know, the, the nigga that everybody, you you might think it's weird and that's cool, my nigga. But there's a thousand motherfuckers that's going to fuck with me because I stand out because I'm not like everybody else. You know, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, nigga, you'll never get in the rap game sounding like Snoop Dogg. That's a big part of why I never rapped. The reason I never wanted to be a rapper is because, nigga, by the time I even caught my voice and learned how to rap, I sounded too much like Snoop Dogg. Like, ain't nobody going to fucking sign no Snoop Dogg sounding nigga from Compton what, what the kind of bullshit is that I sound too much like somebody else nigga Rap dead for me nigga I don't want to do that shit I don't even want to try to create a different style To not sound like this nigga And I, I just never was passionate about that shit So I never got into it Like that ain't my lane You know and that's a whole nother thing About you being uniquely who you are Nigga find your lane Find what it is that you do well The only reason I even thought about rap not was because I was passionate about actually doing it, but I just knew a bunch of niggas doing it. like, fuck it, maybe I should rap too. That's why I never worked for me, because I was trying to fit in with other motherfuckers. And what you say, John Watson, I listen to 17 ESPN every day. John Ireland, the voice of the Lakers, always don't let school get in the way of your education. Exactly. You know, because like I said, that's a fucking thing, nigga, when it comes to me. I don't, I, I don't fuck with school. You know, like I tell motherfuckers, because some people get it, like, misconstrued when I say this shit. I'm not an educated nigga. I don't consider myself to be a stupid motherfucker, but I'm uneducated. So, like I say all the time, I be tripping when I get a DM from a nigga. Like, you know, shout out my nigga Good Counsel. You know, he was like, man, nigga, your motherfucking episode helped me go harder in this law game, nigga, to go past the bar. And do my motherfucking thing in the legal shit. My nigga had another nigga just hit me up talking about, you know, he's going for his doctorate. And listening to the show helped that nigga go harder to get his motherfucking doctorate degree. And it's like, that's crazy for me. A nigga with, you know, I done dropped out of junior college and DeVry. Like, nigga, education ain't my fucking thing. But just the words that I say 
to push forward niggas who actually going into education, that shit is big to me. Not that I'm saying it in the sense of like me being dumb, because obviously I wouldn't have this platform talking how I talk if I felt like I wasn't just as intelligent as any of these motherfucking bookworms. Like, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying in the sense of, nigga, my self-education was strong enough to inspire motherfuckers that are going into traditional education. That shit big to me. Like, nigga, that's a high fucking compliment, and I take that shit serious. And it's literally because, nigga, like, that's what this motherfucking show is about. That's what my mission is. That's what the Too Much Game podcast is literally about. Like, nigga, I'm just here to inspire motherfuckers to go as hard as they can at anything that they go into. Like, nigga, I love to see motherfuckers going far, going farther than me. Because like I tell niggas, like, this motherfucker, like, that nigga good counsel. Nigga, that nigga's a lawyer, full-blown lawyer, legal professional. I'm pretty fucking sure financially that nigga is leaps and bounds past me, my nigga. I love that. You know, because like I tell y'all, I don't have a hater bone in my body, dog. Like, I'm not the type of nigga to, you know, you you ask me where my job at. And I'm like, man, I don't want to tell this nigga. Because if he find out where I'm work, he going to have more money than me. And I can't have that. I, you know, like I tell y'all, nigga, I hate niggas who want to be a fucking, you know, a $50 nigga in a $20 neighborhood. You know, like, you, you rather be the top broke-ass nigga. Than to be surrounded by richer niggas and you a rich nigga. Like niggas would rather be a $500 nigga in a $400 neighborhood. Than a million dollar nigga in a million and five dollar fucking neighborhood. That's stupid my nigga. But that's a whole lot of niggas fucking problem. The reason you'll never go far is because you're trying to be above the other buster ass niggas that's below you. Like you just so happy to have two cents over lunch money. You just so fucking happy to have $3 more than these other niggas. So instead of giving these niggas the game that it take to go up and go ahead and possibly turn around and help your stupid ass get ahead, you rather keep them niggas down. And that's why your punk ass can't get up. Like, I hate that fucking mentality, my nigga. And that's rampant in the fucking black community. And again, this ain't the shit on black people because this shit goes across the board. You know, this this shit has been in white history all over the world. So we ain't just doing it as far as the shit on blacks. I'm only saying it because black people is my audience and that's who I care about. You know, like I hate that we have that. Like I hate that it's niggas out here trying to keep other niggas fucked up so they can be the top nigga in the fucking ghetto. Like nigga. We could all fucking succeed if motherfuckers would get it in their head to help each other out. Because, nigga, just like you reach back to help him, somebody will reach back and help your goofy ass. But as long as you keep that I can't have nobody above me mentality, you'll never get ahead of where the fuck you at. What's going on, my nigga Cloud9 Black? You know, and like, that's the fucking thing, nigga. Like I said, nigga, the reason that I fucking give all the information that I get, like, I don't hold shit back on this show. You know, the reason it's called Too Much Game is literally be because one of my homeboys listened to some shit that I was saying on the podcast. I was like, you giving too much motherfucking game away, my nigga. Like, yeah, I don't hold nothing back. There's nothing that I know that I won't tell motherfuckers. Because I'd love to see a motherfucker take some information and go 
farther than I could have took the shit. Nigga, that's cool. I'm I'm just happy with the fact that I helped your ass get there. Nigga, you might have needed to hear that from me so you can get where the fuck you was going because it wasn't meant for me to get there. You know, the information was going to be the information. You was going to get that shit whether you got it from me or got it from somewhere else. So I'm glad that I'm the motherfucker that you got it from. That's cool with me. Why? Because I'm going to succeed any motherfucking way. That's the fucking thing. That's where niggas' mind is fucked up at. It's so many motherfuckers thinking that because you succeeded, somehow they failed. Like, nigga, because I got a million dollars, but you got five million, that makes me a fucking failure. No, nigga, that makes me a millionaire. You got five, but I got my million. That's all the fuck that matter to me, my nigga. You know, like I said, nigga, like, I don't get frustrated when I'm parked at the fucking light and the brand new bins parked next to my old bins. That shit don't do nothing but inspire me. I'm like, nigga, I need that motherfucker. That's all I be thinking when I'm sitting there. I don't be sitting there with the bitch nigga mindset of, that nigga probably a scammer. That nigga probably stole some shit. That nigga probably a bank robber. That <laughs> Nigga, all I'm thinking is I need to get me one, my nigga. That's my motherfucking mentality. That's the reason I be like, I got to go harder in this content shit. I got to go harder at trying to figure out how to make smart investments. Like, I got to figure out what that nigga did that I ain't doing. That's what it is with me. I give as much motherfucking information as I can to help anybody behind me get ahead. Because at some point, the hopes that I have with the belief in karma that I have, as long as I keep sowing these seeds to help motherfuckers move forward, there's going to be somebody that's going to sow those same seeds into me to help me move forward. That's what it is with me. Like, I literally believe, nigga, you get out of the fucking universe what you put in it. That's the reason that I'm trying to put out as much of this motherfucking shit as I can. So hopefully there's going to be a motherfucker who's going to, nigga, you know, shoot me some type of game that's going to help me get cracking. And again, like I said, I'm going to be doing this shit forever. You know, so the farther I go, the farther that the motherfuckers who follow me can go. That's what the fuck my mission is, my nigga, to help the niggas along the journey that fuck with me move forward with me, my nigga. You know, because I tell y'all, like, I don't kick it with no whole bunch of niggas. Like, I don't kick it with no whole bunch of motherfucking nobody. Nigga, I'm cool with kicking it with my kids, my mom, my close family members, and a couple of niggas who I consider to be my motherfucking friends. But the thing about those people that are in my inner circle, there's nothing that I'm holding back from these niggas. Nigga, I'm giving these niggas as much motherfucking information as I get. Because if you close to me, I want to see you moving just as fast as me. I don't want to be the top nigga in my circle, nigga. What the fuck? That's not helping me, my nigga. You know, being a big fish in a small pond does not help no motherfucking body, my nigga. And that's the fucking thing. Like a lot of motherfuckers, you don't want to you don't want to outgrow the small fish bowl you in because you afraid to be the small fish. Me personally, I don't give a fuck because it's more food in the bigger tank, my nigga. All that means when I get in that bigger tank is there's more opportunities for me to eat. There's more opportunities for me to fucking grow, nigga. I don't want to stay in this small ass area with you little niggas. You know, like I tell motherfuckers all the time, like I don't get off on other podcasters saying, oh man, Uncle Dolomite, you the best. Oh nigga, 
you're this, you're that, you're the greatest, whoop-dee-whoop-dee-whoop. And then I'm looking at Joe Budden and them niggas making millions of dollars. You know, I'm looking at motherfucking Wallow and Gilly making millions of dollars. Y'all niggas over here telling me how dope I am, and I'm looking at these other niggas like, nigga, I'm trying to get in where them motherfuckers at. Yeah, this shit cool being a top nigga amongst the, the, the niggas down here. But how the fuck do we all get up there with them motherfuckers? You know, and again, it's not that I want to leave these niggas. I want all of us to go to that shit. Because like I say all the time, content wise, them niggas ain't no better than us. Like all the niggas who I fuck with in this content shit, nigga, we just as good as any motherfucking body. Nigga, I'll put up motherfucking King John's podcast next to any motherfucking thing. I'll put too much gang, cat versus dog, sports for you. Any of these motherfuckers, I'll put any of these motherfucking podcasts up next to the Reed, Million Dollars Worth of Game, the Joe Budden podcast, Drink Champs, and all that other shit. I'll put all this shit that we got next to all they shit. They shit not no better. They shit just marketed different. They shit, they just attached to a bigger machine than we attached to. But content-wise, them niggas not motherfucking beating us. And again, I want all the niggas who I fuck with to reach those same levels. Even if those niggas reach the motherfuckers before I get to it. You know, like I said, like, nigga, I'm cool with Geechee Gotti. Nigga, I've known Geechee Gotti for fucking years. Nigga, I had a podcast before him. His podcast is doing far better than mine now. That nigga got clout. He cracking in the rap game. Nigga, he's booming. That shit don't make me mad. That shit inspires me. That shit is like, nigga, I got to figure out how I can catapult my shit. Nigga, that shit literally made me say, like, nigga, I got to figure out a way to get cracking somewhere else. And then that shit will help my motherfucking podcast. You know, just like my other, like my cousin, um, Daniel D. Piazza. You know, he's a fucking a motivational speaker, a fucking best-selling author, and all this other shit, my nigga. That nigga podcast is cracking. And it's like, nigga, that nigga wrote a book. I, I need to write me a motherfucking book. Like, I'm working on my shit right now very slowly, but I'm working on it, my nigga. Because that's going to help this shit. Am I mad that other niggas have success? Fuck no. Like, literally, nigga, I, I hope them niggas keep succeeding because the farther they go, the higher my motherfucking inspiration goes because it's like, okay, I need to catch these niggas. I got to figure out what it is I have to do to get to where those niggas is at. No hate involved because, nigga, hate fucks you up more than it fucks up the person you hating on. That's the fucking thing. 99% of the motherfuckers you hating on, number one, probably don't even fucking know. And number two, I know for a motherfucking fact, they don't give a fuck. They too busy motherfucking succeeding to think about your stupid ass fucking opinion of them. And what you say, uh, what's that? Mommy Bilal, Joe Budden beefs and disses everyone. Maybe that's why you need some controversial topics to pull the audience. Uh, that, that ain't really how I, how I fucking, you know, move. I don't bounce around like that. Like, I don't thrive on negativity. You know, like, that's a whole nother thing when it comes to me, my brand, and how I personally do it, because I've heard motherfuckers say that, like I've gotten that a couple times from people who've been making money in podcasting, you know, like controversy sales. And that is absolutely true, but that's not my brand. You know, like I've said, nigga, I'd rather succeed doing my thing than succeed doing other motherfuckers thing, you know, because you know, it, it is what it is. That's what I'm saying about 
not being afraid to be weird, dog. Like, there's motherfuckers making money in that lane, and that's cool for them. You know, like, there's motherfuckers like, man, you need to talk about, like, more celebrity-driven topics. You need to talk about shit that might get you more into the algorithm. If you mention more celebrity names, that shit will trick the algorithm and get more people to put eyes and ears on your show, and that's cool. That's cool for who that's cool for. You know, DJ Academics has made millions of dollars in other niggas' business, and that's cool for him. But that's not my lane. Like, that's that nigga lane. That's what he does, and that's cool for him. Same with comedy. You know, like, there's niggas who funny. Like, niggas telling me, hey, Dolomite, you funny as a motherfucker, man. You need, Yeah, nigga, I could be funny where I be funny at. That was the reason that I had two podcasts at one point. That's literally the reason that I'm looking to do another podcast so I could get my jokes off and be funny. Is that this shit right here? No, I've told y'all. Too much game ain't a comedy show. Can it be funny? Yeah. Do I have funny moments? Hell yeah, because I'm a funny motherfucker, so I can easily crack jokes with the best of them. But this show ain't for that. You know, will I find time to get my humor off in this motherfucker? Definitely. But is this a fucking comedy show? No. Will I try to turn it into a comedy show because I think that's what's going to get me on? No, because that's not what this shit is. This shit has a mission. This shit has a goal. This shit has structure. This shit has an aim. So I'm going to keep going on the path that I'm on, you know, because a whole nother part of this whole shit is you can't be afraid to fail, my nigga. You know, like when it comes to what you do, what you passionate about, what you got love for, what you feel is your motherfucking mission. Like you can't be afraid to do what the fuck you do for free. Everything that you do, everything that you fuck with is not going to become this Overnight fucking success my nigga Everything that you fuck with might not even be a fucking one year or two year success You know like they say nigga it takes 10 years to become an overnight success You know Kevin Hart was doing comedy for years before you niggas knew his goddamn name So has Steve Harvey, Sinbad, you know Richard Pryor motherfucker. It's a lot of comedians that have been doing comedy for decades before you niggas knew who they was, my nigga, like Samuel L. Jackson didn't get on in acting until he was fucking 40 years old, dog. Like that nigga, that nigga was out here moving and grooving for years before niggas found out who the fuck he was. You know, and that's the fucking thing. Like even Rick Ross, them niggas from fucking um, Griselda. Like it's a lot of motherfuckers that get on in the time that they get on, but them niggas kept going. They kept doing what the fuck they had to do, whether it was working in a time or not. Whether it worked instantly or not, nigga, they just kept at that shit. You know, and that's the thing when you're doing something that you are passionate about. When you're doing something that only you are doing. When you are leading, you're beating your own path. You walk into the beat of your own motherfucking drum. Like, you can't be afraid to be doing that shit in times that everybody ain't catching on to what the fuck you're doing. Everybody ain't fucking with your music yet. Everybody ain't seeing the motherfucking vision yet. Like, you got to keep on motherfucking stomping, my nigga. Like, nigga, you got you to gotta keep that motherfucking running back mentality. Like, nigga, you got to keep your motherfucking legs pumping. You know, until that shit finally crack, nigga. Until that motherfucking, that gap break open and you can run through that motherfucker. You know, like, that's the thing. Like, it's not always going to be peaches and roses, my nigga. It's not all going to be, like, successes and happiness and Dancing on tables and popping bottles and shit, nigga. 
there's going to be some times where you're going to be sitting there like, nigga, this shit just ain't going to work. Nobody wants to hear this shit. Nobody cares about this shit. Nobody's listening to this shit. But, like, you got to keep fucking going because those going to be the fucking times that separate you from everybody else. Your fucking persistence. You know, your consistency at doing some motherfucking shit, my nigga. You know, like Heaven's World Podcast said, nigga, living for money is fucking depressing. You know, and that's the fucking thing. When you doing it and you waiting for a check to show up, that shit will depress the fuck out your motherfucking ass. Damn, why ain't getting paid yet? Damn, why ain't getting paid yet? That's what's going to fuck your ass up. That's why a lot of motherfuckers be literally doing hard drugs and shit. What's going on? Pod saved our marriage. What's going on? Ninja the Empress. You know, got a motherfucking all-star cast popping up. What's going on? Uh, what's that? Fixing them jewels. You know, like, that's the thing. If you sitting here thinking that, nigga, because you're doing something, money just going to fucking start raining from the goddamn sky, you're going to be fucked up. You know, nigga, that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, when it come to me, like I done said, nigga, my number one advice to any motherfucker in the goddamn content game, if you ain't willing to do this shit for free, stop. Stop now. Just quit. You know, like my nigga King Germ up in this motherfucker, I tell him all the time, nigga, I'm team quit, nigga, quit. If you afraid to do it for free, quit now, nigga, because you might be doing it for free for the next five or ten years. What's going on, lady? Uh, 10182. If you ain't doing this shit for the love or for the passion of the shit, quit. Stop. You know, because there's going to be some time you're going to be doing this shit for free. Anything that you do, if you consider yourself loving this shit, it's going to be a period of time that you're going to be doing that shit for free. Is there money at the end of the tunnel? Was it a possibility that you can make some money? Is it a possibility you could become a fucking millionaire? Absolutely. But there's a much bigger possibility that you could be doing this shit for free. For years, my nigga. So if you're not willing to do that, just quit now, nigga. Go, go fucking, you know, like I said, go drive trucks, nigga. Go get a forklift certificate. Go get a food handler card and flip hamburgers or some shit. You know, go work at fucking In-N-Out. They make good money. You need to go work at the fucking DMV. Go carry mail or learn how to fucking change brakes on cars or some shit. And what you say, uh, Heaven's World, I love speaking my truth and getting love from it. And if someone uh, donates, that's great. However, I love hearing how an episode changed their perspective. Exactly. And I tell y'all all the time, that's literally what I do this shit for. I love to hear a motherfucker like, man, nigga, I didn't agree at first, but you changed my mind. Or even, nigga, you know, even though I don't agree with shit your ass said, you were saying some real shit, nigga. I like how you, you, you presented your motherfucking case, even though I don't agree with it. And I fuck with that shit. And what you say, possibilities are always endless and a journey going to look different for everybody. Exactly. Because like I said, nigga, I'm not into this motherfucking shit for the money. I'm in it for the love of the game. Will there be money? Hell yeah. But if it don't come, it is what it is because I've already accomplished so much. It's already so much motherfuckers and told me shit that I've changed for people. And I love that shit. And what you say, Mama Bilal, Toronto used to be part of New York. I think the game moved here. Watch this summer. Nigga, Toronto was on the motherfucking move. Shout out to Toronto. That's literally one of the places on my bucket list that when it comes to my next major vacation, Toronto is where the fuck I'm headed because I love Toronto. I want to go to Toronto bad as shit. Shout out to Brownie getting all in and shot and interrupting my shit. But, like, that's the fucking thing, nigga, when it comes to what the fuck it is that you're going to do in anything, my nigga. Like, you can't be afraid to do shit for free. 
Because you always going to get way farther if you're willing to do it because you do it, not because of other motherfuckers. You know, because like I said, nigga, if you allow another motherfucker's opinion to change how the fuck you move, it's going to fuck you up every time. You'll have no control over your own life for the good or for the bad. You know, because a lot of what I've been talking about throughout this whole episode is literally not letting the motherfucker's negative opinion stop you. But on the other side of that token, you can't allow another motherfucker's love that they show you to have you believe in your own press. Because a lot of times that shit will get you lazy. That shit will get you complacent. That shit will put your ass in the diva category where you really going to fuck your own self up. You know, because a lot of motherfuckers go on cruise control because they let another motherfucker compliments blow their goddamn head up and it fucks you up. You know, because like I say all the time, I get a lot of love in this podcast game. I get a lot of motherfuckers that tell me how dope I am at this shit. But do I allow that shit to have me like, nigga, I'm Uncle Dolomite. I'm the dopest motherfucker out here. Nigga, I'm, I'm the king of this podcast shit. No, nigga, because... If you live by the cheers, the bulls going to kill you, my nigga. You know, if I was to allow the love that they show me to have me in my own head, nigga, when I drop an episode and they don't get no numbers, nigga, that should have dropped me down into a goddamn depression. What's going on? 12 Kyle, the wealthiest podcaster of us all. The motherfucker who we all working hard to be like. We all trying to be millionaires. Like the great 12 cow from the 12 cow podcast. That nigga is just immensely rich. That nigga's the Mansa Musa of this motherfucking shit. You know, but like that's the fucking thing. Like I'll never allow these niggas compliments to get me somewhere where I don't need to be. You know, like I'm not saying I'm impervious to compliments because I love compliments. I love when people tell me that my show is dope. But will I allow that shit to, you know, like stop me from grinding hard fuck no nigga i'm still going i'm going hard like nobody ever says anything my nigga what's going on my nigga uh rufio no 700 you know like that's the fucking thing like nigga what the fuck i do is what i do because i do that shit whether niggas is cheering or booing i'm playing hard nigga i'm trying i'm trying to get to the motherfucking cup every time Nigga, I'm trying to dunk on motherfuckers whether I'm on a home game, away game, in the gym by my goddamn self, at the park, no matter what. I'm trying to put forth the best motherfucking content I can outside of a motherfucker's opinion because, nigga, there's going to be episodes I'm going to do and I'm going to get a hundred emojis all through. Oh, a hundred. That was some real shit. You was dropping jewels. Damn, nigga, you killed it. That was a hard-ass episode, nigga. You was doing your shit. Live be cracking. It be all type motherfuckers in live blue checks and all that shit. Then I'm gonna have episodes. It's gonna be two people in here, and I ain't gonna have zero comments, nigga. I gotta keep on motherfucking grinding, my nigga. No matter what this shit look like, because that's the difference between motherfucking champs and chumps, my nigga. And what you say, Heaven's World? Every time someone asks me how much has my podcast made, I always look at them. Because now you count my pockets. Nine times out of ten, if a motherfucker asks me how much my motherfucking podcast made, I always say I changed a lot of lives, and I leave it at that. Uh, what you say, pod, and say my marriage? Uh, I bought 12 Cow book, Poverty to Prosperity. Helped me out tremendously. Man, that nigga fucking 12 Cow, nigga. That nigga, that nigga bought this chain for me, my nigga. 
I was like, damn, all I did was say what's up to this nigga, and he he bought me this shit, nigga. 20 racks, nigga. He just cashed it out. Shout out to 12 Cal, my nigga, the richest motherfucking podcast. Nigga, he just out here blessing people. What you say, Linda the Empress? Love your shit. Talk, keep it up, King. Thank you, Linda the Empress. And Linda the Empress is like one of the motherfuckers that inspires me, my nigga. Like, Linda the Empress does lives. She could start a live at 2 in the motherfucking morning on a goddamn Thursday and had 20 or 30 people in that motherfucker going hard, nigga. Like, Linda the Empress built a motherfucking community. Shout out to the fucking Royals. Like, that's some shit that, like, I literally look at, like, nigga, I have to figure that shit out, nigga. Linda the Empress got the Royals going up, nigga. Like, nigga, she got she got the motherfucking, the beehive on Instagram. Like, nigga, whatever she say, nigga, Royals, go that way, nigga. And the Royals is doing that shit. Like, nigga, she keep it cracking. Like, she got the lives that, nigga, a lot of us, like, we aspire to be. You know, like I said, nigga, like, we got motherfucking uh, toxic Bible study on Sunday mornings, nigga. Rhonda's lives, nigga, Rhonda could just be like, fuck it, I'm going to go live because I'm bored. And that shit, nigga, numbers be cracking. Everybody is in there fucking uh, commenting and all that shit. So, nigga, them niggas is getting cracking, my nigga. And that's the fucking thing. Like, nigga, the motherfuckers who I fuck with, they are inspiration to me, not competition. You know, like, I fuck with Linda the Empress heavy, nigga. I don't look at her as no comp. I look at her as a fucking colleague. That's somebody who I aspire to catch when it comes to this this motherfucking Instagram live shit, my nigga. She's eventually finna gonna step into this podcast shit, and her podcast gonna be cracking just like how the motherfucking lives on fucking Instagram be cracking. Like, nigga, I'm trying to learn this Instagram or this this YouTube live so I can help her learn this YouTube live. And again, nigga, numbers going to go up. They going to do what the fuck they do. Nigga, if you willing to help motherfuckers, even helping motherfuckers, that's going to get past you. All that's going to do is help you move forward. So like I said, nigga, just to put a fucking bow on all this shit, you can't be afraid to help nobody. You can't be afraid of the opinions of motherfuckers. Good or bad, because at the end of the day, you got a motherfucking race you got to run. Don't look to the left or to the right. Just run your motherfucking race, and you'll get ahead, my nigga. But if you worrying about the nigga on the left getting in front of you, the nigga on the right getting in front of you, that's going to slow your ass down. You watching this motherfucker, and you mad because he in front of you, that's going to slow you down. The only thing you should be doing as far as the nigga that's in front of you is running harder so you can catch that motherfucking ass. And that's always going to help you run your motherfucking race. And I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Uncle Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast, live from the sanctuary once again. If you would like to support me financially, you can cash at me at Uncle Dolomite. Or get you some merchandise at Too Much Game Podcast.store. T O O Much Game Podcast.store. I got some new motherfucking t-shirts out, nigga, too fly to be petty. I got to retool the website to make a lot of this shit easier to fucking find. But it is what it is, my nigga. I'm out here trying. What you say, other than the Empress, I literally just put a clip of you in my last reel today. Thank you very much, Linda the Empress, because like I said, she be shining on that motherfucker. But uh, check out the other Townhouse Media podcast, uh, Sports for You, Sports Number Four, Letter U, live on Tuesdays and Fridays, 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time on YouTube. 
uh, check out the new motherfucking podcast by being ready to super producer podding around. That's also gonna be on the uh, the Townhouse Media YouTube page, youtube.com slash town e house media. Support them niggas financially at patreon.com slash town e house media. Uh, follow me on social media at Uncle Dolomite on Instagram and Twitter at Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram. Too Much Game Pod on motherfucking Twitter. Uh, I don't tweet a lot, but nigga, follow me anyway, motherfucker. Support a nigga. It's free. Um, like, comment, subscribe, and hit the bell to get notifications when I go live on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Too Much Game Podcast. T O O Much Game Podcast. Or just Google the shit and follow everything that you find, nigga. What you say? Uh, thank you. I appreciate loving with sharing one success. It's enough for everyone. Exactly. And the Empress, thank you very much. But uh, yeah, nigga, y'all already know. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Too much game, motherfucker. Goddamn, I dropped the fucking shit too loud.